Hello, welcome back to Expand. Today is a very special episode for any coach who uses macros with their clients currently or who self-identifies as a macro coach in this space. I have a student in this episode sharing about how she feels really stuck identifying as a macro coach and how she feels very boxed in by that identity, how there's unwritten rules that comes with holding that title and how she actually is beginning to recognize that she doesn't want to be known as a macro coach. She wants to be known as who she truly is and what the changes she really desires to lead her people through while using macros is just simply a tool in her toolbox and less so who she is as a person. She is beginning to recognize that by allowing her clients to access the real version of her and leading from that place, she also gives her people permission to access their true selves and release the control that they feel that they need in order to be able to create the change in their life that they desire, that they came to her seeking. So in this episode, we're going to unravel a lot of our old beliefs around what it means to be a macro coach, how to shift from the place of macros is who I am into a place of macros is just a tool I use. And there's actually so much more to the work that we're doing than macros alone can account for. And how to begin to regulate ourselves energetically inside of this new identity that will feel very uncertain, that will feel a little bit turbulent, so that we can begin to make decisions from this new place and move ourselves in a more empowered direction as we discover who we really are there. So if this is speaking to you, I'm really excited to share with you this behind the scenes clip of me coaching my student Kim. I think you'll really, really resonate. And of course, if you have questions, you can reach me just following one of the many links below this episode. Dig in, I hope you love it. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Kim, let's chat. Where are things at? How are you? Good, good. (laughs) Much better than the last time we chatted. Um, <laughs> You've come out of the fog. I feel like we've all sort of risen above the fog. Yeah, I, d- I don't know even what that was. <laughs> I know, me neither. <laughs> we were all. But I do feel like it, it provided me some clarity too. And just like, I don't know, maybe I just need to go through that. Cause I do feel like I, I like came into like a different place and I feel better about that. Okay. Talk to me more about this place you feel like you've come into. What's different about it? I think I just, I I don't know what, one, it was just like, I just felt like (laughs) this emotional roller coaster and I just felt like all over the place, but I think it was just like something just like connected with like my messaging and things like that, Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, this is like the place that I'm going to. Cause I feel like I was like battling between like, am I still okay to talk about like weight loss? Cause I'm talking about these other things and I'm like, no, I can like totally intertwine this stuff and still make it my own message. And that's kind of like where I came up with it. Okay. Okay. And you're feeling grounded in that. You don't have any points of friction that you want to talk through there. 
So what I find is interesting is like, I call myself a macro coach and not one of my clients track macros, like fully. Okay. <laughs> and I, I thought that was okay. like interesting because like they do calories. I've never like maybe like a handful of clients really just do like have done macros. Most of them are always like calories and protein. And like, we do our best and that, like, that's okay. Right. And it just, I thought it was kind of funny. Cause I'm just like, wait, why am I ever like even preaching like these, you know, of course we want to care about them, but at the same time, like, I just need to make it simple. And I feel like that was like my message is just like, how can we make this more simple? And how can I make that my more, my message than just like, Hey, this complex freaking macros. And mm-hmm. all these things. Cause that's what I've given women, especially with this, the latest group that I'm working with is a, she's just like, Oh my God, I feel so less restricted, like talking through this with you and like working the way that you do. And that I don't have to have everything perfect. And I'm like, yes, like that's what it's all about. And so exactly. I think that provided some clarity for me too. Um, and then just starting to dig. So I, I started, this is the second week that I started with like the podcast tribe and the power hour. So I've been doing that and holding that and just, um, it's giving me more opportunity to, to speak into things. And like, it's, it's not like I haven't, like I genuinely someone who really likes to do lives and like uh, video and stuff like that. I kind of mentioned that I don't love writing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's like easy. I don't know. It's just easier for me to do that. And I'm starting to like recognize, okay, if I don't like set myself up with a ton of little, like, um, like things that I have to cover, let's see where this flows. And I'm kind of like seeing how I feel about that too. And that that's mm-hmm. kind of been good for me too. Yeah, I really love that. I think I just want to I want to touch on both the things that you just said really briefly. The first piece around simplifying. It sounds like such a simple shift, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you really like it takes time to get to the place where you can be okay to simplify it. And I really think that in order to simplify, there is a shedding that happens. You have to be okay, not like posturing yourself as the one who knows it all in order yeah. to be able to simplify. Mm-hmm. And that is why the most profound leaders speak the most simply because there's potency in that. Yeah. Right? Like if you think about all of the people who, when they speak, you're like, yes. I get that. That lands with me. That's clear. And I feel shifted by that. It's never some complex concept. It's always a piece of a much bigger concept simplified down and delivered to you in a very potent way. Yeah. So I think for you, there's a huge opportunity there because you're right. A lot of macro coaches live up in the complexities. Mm-hmm. And if you can simplify it down and then deliver your message with a potency that lands in people's guts, like in their emotional beings, not just in their logical minds. Yeah. That's what makes you different. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like, because too, even in this container, right. No one's really doing macros or like not, you know, not many. So it's always like, I feel like, Oh my God, like I'm doing the macro thing. This is like the bad thing. But at the end of the day, it, it's, it's not like, to me, it's like, mm-hmm. this is what works for, you know, for certain people and the people that resignate with me. And it's like, at the end of the day, I, I know, like, I don't want my people, my ladies like tracking the rest of their life. And that's not right. the end all be all and being yeah. able to kind of guide them with that and just kind of recognize, like my message isn't just the nutrition stuff. And it's also the mindset stuff. Cause that is a d- deeper stuff, but it's something that I've probably been a little more hesitant to talk about, not like the mindset stuff, but more of like, like the meditation and like the things that I do that really 
have like worked for me and the, the thought work that I've done myself, because I'm just like, Oh, well, that seems so like woo woo and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. it's just like kind of that shift that I I've made. I love it. I love it. I think what I'm hearing is the shift was basically you going from macros is who I am to macros is a tool I use. Yeah. And allowing, like giving your people permission to also make that shift with you. Cause I think there's a real culture around macros, right? Daria uses macros. Natalie uses macros. I was a macro. I'll call myself a macro coach back in the day. And I truly was like, if you couldn't track, I, there's, I couldn't help you. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. If you could not track your food in my fitness pal, I was like, Hey, what's your problem? Why can't you just do this? Yeah. Cause it was easy for me. Like 10 years ago, that's where I was at, but there is an evolution that happens and macros can be a great tool. That doesn't mean it's the only tool. It doesn't mean it's the tool. It's just a tool and allowing, giving that permission to your people through your new message and then weaving in everything else that is also just a tool gives people a space to discover how they want to use these tools for themselves instead of feeling like I have to do it this one particular way because my other coaches told me that was the only way to be successful with this tool. Yeah. Right. It's just breaking away from this is who I am to this is what I do. And this is what I use. And this is what could work. Yeah. But you have all these other tools you can access now. Yeah. And recognizing that like there's people that are going to want like that macro, like that, that they're going to bite onto like that, that side of the macro stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm realizing that m- the ladies that want to, are going to need to work with me or like are the right people for me are the ones that need to get to know me. And then they're going to start mm-hmm. to see the other side of it. And that is going to take time. And I think I did, that's kind of like the shift that I made too, is just like a little bit of patience because I've had people that like signed up after meeting me for like 20 minutes and those people never worked out. So creating like the container of like the things that I'm trying, whether it works out or not, I think is, is kind of like the big shift of like, okay, this is like, it feels good this way. And it feels like, I know that we need to work on our, like our emotional and mental health too, alongside of this. And it can never be just the nutrition. I'm going to continue that being my message. Yes, 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 yes. What I just heard was you've shifted from putting, how do I want to say this? There's something trying to come through for you instead of macros being presented as the thing that people are buying into, you're presenting yourself as the thing people are buying into now. So you've like, you were in the background before Mm -hmm. and macros was in the front foreground, giving them what you thought they needed. Right. And those are the people who are like, yes, I'm going to sign up in 10 minutes because I'm not really buying Kim. I'm buying her strategy because I think that's going to get me where I want to go. But the people who buy into who you are, they're in it for much longer because they're connected to something deeper than just the tool that you can offer them. So I completely, I hear you. And I think yes, that's not a shift that comes easy. So I want you to really see yourself in that. Like, it seems like a little shift, but this was years in the making to get you to this point. Yeah. And going towards myself, because as I mentioned, like, I think being that like peacemaker, whether or not I'm like a nine or a six or whatever on the Enneagrams, like that is what I've done. I've had to like shift because I'll like hear something and I'm like, oh, like this, I keep on like swaying back and forth. But if I'm just like, no, I'm giving people what me, 
not like what feels like it should, I should be doing. Cause you know, like the business coaches and all the things that's kind of the shift and like that simplicity of like, you know, at the end of the day, it really is like <laughs> the calories in calories out. We didn't need these complex freaking like all this crazy shit out there to be more complicated and confuse people. Cause it is about yeah. sustainability. Right. Exactly. Okay. On that same note, I want to touch in on the Facebook group thing. Cause I haven't, yeah. I've intentionally left it and I haven't poked on it. So I wanted to see kind of like what motion we got going with it, what you jumped in with first, what's healing expansive for you. So how is it feeling generally just like zoom out? How does it feel being in that space in this way? So I guess, what do you mean? Like delivering, like creating this new thing, like that piece of it. Yeah. Like how does it for you on a personal level, not, is it working? Not, do you feel momentum? Not have people been interested just Mm -hmm. like you showing up in that way, creating these new kind of avenues inside of your group for connection, for intimacy, for education. Yeah. For me, it feels good because when I like to do research and like that for me is fun. Cause I've, I've started to like go out and like grab different podcasts, but then it's also helped me create clarity in my message and then feel solid about what I'm showing people like that. You want to come join me. Like this is, this is something that's fun for me, whether or not people are even like watching the things to me, it was more of like, it feels new and it feels like fun and easy, um, versus like something that like I have to do. And based off of the, some of the trainings I'm doing, I'm like, all right, like I'll take a little portion of this and I'll create a reels. And then I'll like blast that on my Instagram page. And that feels a little bit easier. Yeah. And then I, I have direction for me. It's like, I need organized, like I need organization, but anytime that I feel too confined with organization, like that's when I kind of like, like it's too much. Like if I have, I have to have this many like things each week or whatever that is, then it feels like too much, but I need to, I need to be a little bit fluid for me. It needs to have Mm -hmm. some like wiggle room or then I feel like, then I go into like analysis paralysis and that doesn't get me anywhere. (laughs) I agree. I I'm the exact same way. So when you're saying that it may sound unclear for some people, but I've, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, if there's a threshold to organization where when you get over that threshold, now it's, it's based in expectation of outcomes and keeping up and doing all the things. And that's never, ever where you're going to operate to your fullest capacity. It's like, we want to create the container or the channel for your things to exist in, but they get to float effortlessly. And if you don't feel like doing one thing one day, it can exist on the other day in that same channel. And that's fine. Right. Yeah. It's, you're never feeling badly about not checking all the boxes because it's a free mm-hmm. flow. Yeah. Which is key, key, yeah. key, key, especially for introverts. Yeah. Um, the energy management for me has been like really big because I get zapped really quickly <laughs> with stuff. So do I. So. I totally feel that. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad that you're repurposing and that's feeling good. I'm glad you're feeling excited about showing up in this way and that's feeling good. Yeah. Um, it'll continue to iterate. I'm sure. I'll keep checking back in on you with how it's feeling. And at some point we can optimize what you're doing in there. But for now, let's just be consistent and let it be playful. And it will evolve much more quickly and more easily, easily if we keep the playfulness at the front and center of our intention with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And at the, if anything, it's like 
it's opportunities for me to have content that I'm just going to like, I'll throw out somewhere that I feel really yep. good about, like throughout my YouTube channel and stuff like that too. But also exactly. give me opportunities for more. Again, I'm going to do like the monthly workshop. So it's going to give me that opportunity to like pull people in a little bit closer with that. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Do you have your first one planned? Um, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to plan it out. I think I'm going to do emotional eating. Cool. Yeah. I feel I did the self-sabotage one and I know I was going to do another re like an iteration on that. And I felt like if I do emotional eating and may I can still kind of use like what I was teaching there, mm -hmm. but it's a little narrowed down than what sabotage could be like not working out or self-sabotage could be like something, you know, like something mm -hmm. completely different where it's only focusing on something that's kind of a little bit, um, niche down, so to speak, then it might feel easier for me and help with that. I have a thought on it um, just because I thought about this a lot. The emotional, as you know, the emotional eating topic, the self-sabotage topic, they're huge topics. Yeah. Um, I've often thought if I was a nutrition coach presenting these topics to my people, I would probably niche down to the minutia of boredom, boredom. eating, stress yeah. eating, and do like a whole workshop just on that one. I think that would be good. Yeah. Yeah nighttime eating or something like that too. Exactly. Now you have so many mm -hmm. that you can do and you're going to hook different people into each of them, depending on how they self-identify. Um, plus it's giving you a smaller container to explain the concept in versus trying to explain emotional eating across all of these different containers. Yeah. I think it would just, you would be able to show up and flow with it a lot more easily instead of needing to hop from context to context, it might get a little bit more jumbly. At least that's how I feel with it when I'm presenting it. So, um, yeah. And I think out. you'll be able, I'll be able to pull in, I'll be able to grab people's symptoms a little bit better so they can resonate with it a little bit more, depending mm -hmm. on like what type of thing they typically have. And on that, not on that note, you'll be able to identify where is my audience actually at and whichever one hits, now, you know, I need to create more content around this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes emotional eating is hard to raise your hand for, but if you say boredom eating, you're going to get a bunch of hands raised. And now you can create more specific content around that one topic, knowing that's what your people want. So it's almost like throwing, that's how I like to use my workshops too. There are like check-in, the check-in workshop and the ignite your invite workshop were by far my highest performing workshop. So that tells me something about what my coaches are looking for from me, where they're feeling the most friction in their sessions and where they can create the most momentum. So for you, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'll be good. Yeah. I agree. Okay, cool. Sorry. I just gave you like 20 minutes of unsolicited advice. I wanted it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. The episode you just took in was actually a behind the scenes clip from inside my mentorship program for coaches called Trigger Mapping. So if you enjoyed what you heard and you'd like to know a little bit more about what Trigger Mapping is all about, I have the details linked up in the show notes for you to check out. From there, if what I have to share feels aligned with your next evolution as a coach, I encourage you to apply so that we can explore more intimately where you're at and make sure this checks all the boxes for you. I cannot wait to link arms with you. Be meeting you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. 
And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.